Welcome to Score Business Points, the program that provides information to help small businesses get started, prosper, and grow. A mentor with the Ocean County Chapter of Score, here's your host, Michael Pappas. Welcome to another edition of Score Business Points. This is your host, Michael Pappas. Last week, we heard part one of my discussion with Erica Bowling about starting an online business. And we're talking to Erica because she did start her own online business. Why would you start an online business? Most important is that if you want to make a little money, there's a possibility that that's what you're going to do. Why online? It offers incredible scalability, can provide limitless freedom to you if you decide to continue it on a normal basis. There's a lot of high margin and low overhead. And, of course, it's worldwide markets. Let's get back to my part two with Erica Bowling. Let me remind you about my, my guest. Erica Bowling is a Ph.D. She's an associate professor of education at Rutgers University and the owner and founder of Canine Conditioning, LLC, and Northeast Canine Conditioning Academy. Through her online academy, Erica helps canine professionals stand out within their industry and succeed financially by teaching them how to create and sell innovative, profitable programs. Additionally, she helps sports and working dog handlers create peak performance canine athletes by teaching them how to integrate canine fitness into their training programs. Erica is a certified canine fitness trainer, a certified canine massage provider, member of the United States Federation of Dog Sled Sports, and a member of their U.S. national team. Currently, she also provides instruction on canine fitness to officers at the Atlantic County John Sonny Burke Canine Academy. Now... Here is part two of How to Start an Online Business with Erica Bowling. Do you advertise on Facebook um, as well? I will advertise um, a little bit where normally what I'll do is I'll do things like um, I'll do webinars. Uh, I'll use a GoToMeeting uh, platform so they don't have to be in Facebook. If it's Facebook Live, they have to be on Facebook. Right. No, I understand that. And yeah. so what I'll do is periodically is I'll do like a more public webinar where people sign up and they give me their email address. And what I'll do in Facebook is I'll do advertisements and uh, like a, a post and I'll boost and I'll pay to boost that right. post to get it more visibility. Um, and pretty much when I do that, I'm doing things like I'm announcing um, a, a webinar that I'm giving, um, some kind of um, online free tutorial. And um, once in a while, I'll boost a post where um, I have uh, downloadable brochures where they can read all about my programs. And so sometimes I'll do like a Facebook post where they link to the download and I might give a boost uh, to that. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in all research and, uh, and programs that I've done, it's always stressed that you collect the email addresses. Yes. Okay. But when you first start out, you don't have any. Some ways are to create a blog, uh, and you have those who read your blog, give you your email. But it's important that what you do with those email addresses, you need to turn these kind of prospects into customers. Why don't you tell the listeners how you went about collecting the emails and what you did to change that prospect into a client and then into a customer? So um, what are the... One of the first ways that I got my first set of um, emails was I was doing one of these webinars. Mm -hmm. And so I was advertising it ahead of time and I had my very first public webinar that I did on Canine Fitness. I had over 400 people sign up. And so um, so when I do the webinars um, and when I announce them, I have a sign up. That's a lot of ways how I'll catch my emails. I also have, um, I have two online quizzes um, one is called the K9 Biz Quiz, uh, just the letter K9 Biz Quiz, mm-hmm. and I have a K9 Fitness Quiz, and um, people can go there 
and they take a little quiz. It's a self-assessment, and depending on their score, they can qualify for like a, a, a complimentary one-on-one session with right. me. And so it will collect their emails that way. So when I go to the, when I do the webinars or the Facebook Live and things like that, I'll reference the online quiz and encourage them to go. And I'll say, you know, find out your canine business IQ. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your canine fitness IQ? And that's another way that I would collect their emails. And then I also have things. I did a lot of um, online articles. Um, I took one article on preventing injuries. I just took a a research article and summarized it into one page. Mm -hmm. And they would have to put their email address and they could get uh, free, you know, free videos, free online articles, uh, worksheets and things like that. And I would collect the emails that way. And then um, and then I try to I I, sometimes I'm more consistent than others. My goal is to email, send out a weekly email Mm -hmm. to my email list and then um, Periodically, um, I'll do free, you know, free webinars, or you know, say, "Hey, I'm doing these series of Facebook Live videos. Um, come join us." And if you're not on Facebook, let me know because I have I post them on YouTube. Um, I'll cross post them on LinkedIn, and so I try to get out um, free content at least a, a few times a month to my email list, and then um, and then periodically, whenever I'm opening up registration for my programs, then I'll also um, then I. Know Normally, we'll do some kind of live things and videos so I can have some interaction with them and um, invite them to that. And, you know, sometimes just do a typical sales pitch and say, hey, you know, registration mm-hmm. opens and for we have a week and um, send them some reminders and do it that way. Okay. In, in our initial exchange of emails, you indicated you hired a mentor coach to help you. And you mentioned that earlier in the show a while back. Uh, a while back, we did a show talking about a business coach. And so... You mentioned a little bit, but please tell listeners again why you hired the mentor coach and how was that of help to your business? It's interesting. I I had I mentioned Jeff Walker's product launch formula and I went to a three day event of his, a live event. Mm-hmm. And when you go to the live event and purchase his um his online program, you become a member of a Facebook group. And um, I was very active, again, social media. Mm -hmm. I was active in the Facebook group and asking questions and sharing my struggles as a business owner. There were a couple people in there who actually reached out to me because they saw, they they liked what I was posting, they they could relate to my questions, and, um, and they said, you need to meet our coach. They said, we really think that you're gonna like her and we you have to hook up with her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I knew that I wanted to get, you know, I knew I had to educate myself. My, I did not have a degree in business. I knew that I needed to educate myself if I was gonna make this bigger. And I needed to learn about online marketing and stuff. But what happened was, um, it was a mastermind program that I invested. It was a big, a big financial investment for me. Mm-hmm. But I had, I spoke for hours um, to people who were in the program and the, the coach yeah. to hear their experiences. And I think what eventually sold me is they saw, I think they saw in me a bigger vision than than what I saw in myself. Uh-huh. I was kind of playing, you know, kind of small scale, and they were like, "Wow, Erica, you really got something amazing here." And they they saw big, big things for me. And when I would start talking to them about the program and asking questions, 
it's almost like they saw something bigger for me and saw a vision and I started to see it through them. Mm-hmm. And I, then I started to get really excited about the possibilities of you know having this full-blown online academy. And it originally started out, there was an online tool. Um, my coach, um, she has an online platform that um, her business actually created. So at first I was just gonna purchase a part of the online tool, but as I started talking with the salespeople, I learned about their online academy, and and this is when I switched my hosting services, uh-huh. and they gave me the vision of this this online academy and what it can be and what it can mean and and the the online tools that they provide, and um, I pretty much decided you know I want the full thing. Uh-huh. I, I want this whole academy, and I want to know how to do this. I want to bring in better, you know, bring in more people. And um, so it was kind of like I had a vision and others that I spoke to saw a bigger vision for me and, and kind of helped me see see what it could possibly so be. that's, and that's how the it. coach helped you? That's why you actually said, all right, let me go and yeah. use this? Yeah, it was partly I wanted to use the software platform mm-hmm. and, and this vision of actually turning. At the time, I only had like, um, I had one course. And it was, well, I had an introduction to canine conditioning and, and canine conditioning, I called it 101. I had mm-hmm. two courses, just stand, you know, just separate courses. And so I wanted to make it into like a full academy um, and build upon it. And um, and like I said, I knew I knew that I had to educate myself and learn more about the, the business side and the marketing and the sales side so of things. So how did the coach actually help you, the business person? How did they actually, what did they do? Did they come in? Did they... Uh, sit with you. Uh, I'm, I'm going based on what the business coach that we had on. He would come okay. in. He would spend a spend a day with you, uh, maybe two days. Go through your process with yeah. you, and then say, "Okay, let's let's work this out. Let's do this. Let's do that. Think about this. Think about that." Is that what happened? No, um, it's it was all online, uh-huh. and it was we would have every Wednesday we would meet online, hour and a half to two hours, and I would get also get a certain number of one-on-one sessions with mm-hmm. her. And in the group sessions, each week it was dedicated to a different topic. One would be like how to grow your email list. Okay. One okay. would be how to get um. um more visibility as an expert, okay. how to the sales process, the webinar process, and all of that. And basically what happened was by participating in her mastermind group and by being coached by her, she pretty much modeled to me the very structures in which, because I now do, you know, I do the coaching, I do the, the group, you know, the group sessions. Mm-hmm. She pretty much modeled to me all the strategies from the marketing side to working with your clients. Okay. Like, a, like just kind of mentored me through that whole process. And, and I, I would participate as a student and I would be like, wow. And I really liked and it was very effective because I was successful. And so I started using what I was learning through her and kind of morphing it into my own business. Okay. All right. You say your business is doing well. She has in fact so well. This was once your hobby. It may now be your business. Okay. I know that the biggest indicator of success is profit. With any business, using profit as a measure is not the best way to determine the success of your business. How are you tracking your growth and determining that you truly have a viable, sustainable business one thing was through I would do my like quarterly tax reports and that forced me to go and look at what I what had coming in and what I was making quarterly I started comparing across the years and like mm-hmm. every single quarter like it was just doubling I mean it, it was just huge growth every single quarter and so I definitely saw how things were growing and then I was open to my audience because I totally believe in diversification I didn't want to put all my eggs in one basket and do 
just canine fitness because, mm-hmm. you know, if something happens or they come in and say, hey, only veterinarians can do this, uh-huh. you know. And so um, what I did was I started building other um, sources of income coming in so that if something happens, the idea of something kind of collapses or the market, I, I lose that market. I don't lose everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was tracking the income over time and of course, and, and watching my bank account just grow and grow and grow and grow. Uh-huh. And um, then I started really taking a serious look. I'm like, this isn't a hobby anymore, you know? And um, also the I was doing everything my, myself. I was doing my taxes, everything. And so it started getting a little more complicated and I said, all right, I need to hire a professional because when I'm not making much money, if I make an error, you know, or if there's a penalty, it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I'm making lots of money and I do something wrong, like I, I can be in big trouble. I see. And so I hired a financial advisor, did a VIP day with her, and we did. We looked at everything. We looked at my business, my personal. We looked at all the money coming in, all the money going out, all my business expenses. And I was scared at first because I, because I was like, I would be interested in doing this full time. And I, w- I was scared that she would look at my numbers and be like, you're crazy, what are you? And she looked at my numbers and she was like, just so you know, for the last year, if all you had was your canine business, you would have been perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. So it was really eye-opening. I had a sense things were good, but I hadn't really looked at like, how much money am I spending at Dunkin' Donuts you know, every <laughs> month? <laughs> how much money, you know, that kind of, I didn't look at that level. Mm-hmm. But when I did my um, VIP day with her, we, we looked at everything yes. and she had access to absolutely everything, all, you know, all my banking. And, and, um, and so that helped me feel a lot more confident in what I was doing um, because now I had the actual numbers and the projections. And not only that is I set goals for, okay, I want to double this over mm-hmm. the next year, but it's not just saying I want to double it. I put strategies in place and say, okay, how am I going to make this work? And then I know, of course, some of my stuff I put in place, it's not all going to work, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm completely open to, you know, I'm not 100% sold saying, I, you know, this is the one thing I have to do. I'm, I'm flexible in listening to my audience and listening to the needs of people. And I have so many interests and so many skills from the multimedia, from the technology to education, to dogs, to fitness, that there's so many directions I could go if it's just a matter of listening to what people need and what people want. Okay. All right. Uh, you answered my next question. You know, I was going to talk about how you keep talking I got one more question to ask. Just one question. Uh, when we go back. Your certification that you give out, is this accepted any places now? I mean, it's unusual to, you're a small business and you're yeah. starting out uh, and the way to get uh, a group in, is, all right, you'll go through my course, I'll give you a certification. Um, has that been accepted now in, in, in the, now that you've been doing this for four, four or five years? Yeah. Has that certification, can these people now take that certificate and go to someplace and say, I'm now yeah. certified as a dog trainer? Or well, as a- what's interesting is um, in the United States, there is no national um, kind of accrediting accreditation, no overseeing body for um, canine massage on various state levels. Um, they do have different rules and regulations, but nationally we don't. Eventually, I was started out with my canine fitness program, and what happened was I had it, I intended to market to competitors, sport people. Right. I kept attracting business owners, pet dog, you know, dog trainers. And what happened was they asked me, I had no intention on doing a certification and my coach had mentioned the certification. But when my coach first mentioned a certification, I was like, you, I was like, who's going to offer it? She was like, you, I was like me. (laughs) And so, um, 
I, I didn't listen. I, I, I couldn't I couldn't comprehend what that mm-hmm. meant. You know, me offering a certification. But what happened was my students were coming to me, the business owners, and they asked, do you offer a certification? Because they wanted a certification to show to their clients that, you know, something more formal to right. say, you know, I didn't just go and take an online class and click a button and say I finished it. And so I basically, I started having people asking me, do you offer certification? I was like, you know, yeah, (laughs) you know, and and I created it. And so what I tell, and they, some of them will ask me this question, who recognizes it? And what I tell them, I said, you know, listen, even if somebody doesn't recognize the certification, all you have to do is explain the process that you went through. And that gives you huge credibility. There's a lot of people out there in the canine world, people that say, oh, I have, you know, I've heard stories of people um, training search and rescue dogs and police dogs saying that they have police experience and search and rescue experience, right. and it was all lies. Right. And um, uh, uh, and I heard a lot of stories of people out there giving false, you know, right. And that's that's, false that's the reason I'm asking the question yeah. because it's especially on the <laughs> online scenario. Yeah. Uh, all I have to do is go out to a site and I'm exactly uh, give them twenty dollars and I'm a minister and I can marry anybody. Yeah. Or uh, I get I go out online to take a five minute uh, quiz and I'm now certified as some sort of professional. Exactly. And that's why I ask. I mean, so I, you're giving the course, you're giving it for a long period of time, but the certification isn't re- you know what it is. Recognize? It's it's the assessment. If you see my assessment process, mm-hmm. all they have to do is show somebody what they have to do. It's extremely comprehensive mm-hmm. for all the things they have to submit. All the things it's physical. They have to create like a fitness program. They have to create. I actually make them create a full blown course, like uh-huh. a, a, a full seminar. Um, I have a quiz, and so I tell them. I said, if anybody questions, all you have to do is to explain to them and show. And they have the physical products. They have the fitness plan. They have the um, the, the lesson guide, the semi- seminar. They, they do an online video critique. They have to actually go and do a gait analysis, a structural analysis. They have to um, on videotape themselves doing things. Mm-hmm. So they have to you know show me and prove to me that they have the capabilities. And so I tell them, if somebody's like, well, what, what is a certification? I said, all you have to do is explain to them all the evidence of what you had to show to do. And even if somebody still had questions, they have, all, they have the video footage, they have all the actual products and the things they created to show evidence of their knowledge and skills. Actually, okay, mm-hmm. now, I asked it. Uh, you said you, you now have a, a, a person who's doing everything. Uh, are you still doing any of your administrative work or is that now off with your financial advisor i'm i'm doing most of it you are still doing i'm i'm slowly i'm i'm the kind of person i like to control and and know everything Uh and so it's been a process for it's been a challenging process for me to release control to people who i trust I, I need to have more people helping me. My coach keeps pushing me, yes. but I've, I finally got the financial advisor. I finally got the bookkeeper. This is the first year I'm not doing my own taxes. Um, I also, ha- um, I finally hired somebody to help with building kind of my online, some of my online automation for my emails and follow-ups. Right. I, this past year, because I'm good with technology, so graphic design and 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 my advertisements and my videos, like I enjoy that, but mm-hmm. it takes time. So I started hiring people to help with the graphic design aspect of it. Um, but what I'm looking for right now is um, I need people. I'm looking for like um, uh, like guest faculty, 
people to help with the teaching, uh-huh. people to help with the coaching. So they need now, like I need to bring in people I can mentor that have the knowledge base. Right. And I'm already, I have some people in mind already I'm going to be talking to. Well, sounds like your business is really um, growing. So, <laughs> yeah. 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 But I, um, I still, I do, um, my business coach uh, about six months ago, she was like, Erica, you you know, you're, you're doing more yourself than pretty much all my other businesses and, and they don't have another full-time job, you know, doing two jobs at once. So it's been a challenge for me and, and I'm getting a lot better at being able to bring people on board to help me. But it's been hard because a lot of times they're doing stuff that I could do. And sometimes it's stuff I enjoy doing, but I don't have enough time. And then also, um, I'm very conservative when it comes to spending money. So it's hard for me to be like spending money on somebody to be doing stuff that I could be doing. And sometimes I, you know, one graphic designer is like, I could do it better. You know, they gave me some stuff and I was kind of like, I could have done this better myself, but I don't have, you know, have all these extra hours. I understand. See, you're learning what a a, a business, (laughs) small business person goes through. Yeah. Uh, And this is... All the time, I've run across this when mentoring people or uh, and talking with other guests, becoming, it's hard to give, this it's is hard. your baby. It's, it's hard, hard to give it up, but in, in order for you to succeed, in order for you to get a business, you have to learn to, to, to step away and let people do what they need to do. Okay, and that's one of the things your business coach is going to tell you. That's one of the business. Yeah, we the have these conversations. Gotta have it's it. a mind, a whole mind shift. And she's like, "You're in it now. You're you're taking now a leadership role. You exactly. are now mentoring, advising these people, right. and it's um, it's a different way to look at your business. Exactly. Okay, there you have it, listeners. It is possible to have a successful online business. Erica did it, and so can you. It just takes the willingness to put your time and effort in. One of the biggest keys to success with an online business is to know the market you are in or want to be in. What are the biggest wants and needs? Where do they spend their time online and how can you reach them? What are the right words and emotional hot buttons you want to address with them? The better you know your market, the more success you will have reaching them with the right message and offering the right product and service. You don't necessarily have to be an expert in your market, and you can learn to go as you go along. But it's good to have some knowledge about the market that you want to be in. If you're not, you, have a str- you must have at least a strong interest in learning. As Erica did, she learned an awful lot with her business. The most important distinction when it comes to doing business online versus in person is online business law. These laws regard the distribution of your customer's personal information as well as other privacy and intellectual property regulations. The SBA gives a thorough rundown on the specifics of online business law, so make sure you brush up on them before you start your own online business. And register your business. Decide how do you want to set your business up legally. Lots of businesses opt to form an LLC, but do your research to figure out which is best for you. Learn about tax obligations for running an online business. Do you operate your business from your home? If you run an online business, it's likely you do. As such, you may be eligible for certain tax deductions. You'll additionally be required to pay income tax, so before setting up your online business, it may be good to consult with a lawyer and make sure that you're covered going forward. Make sure you're familiar with your state tax regulations regarding sales tax but also your state sales tax obligations. One of the best things you can do is to make sure that your shopping cart solution is configured properly so that it automatically collects the right amount of sales tax depending on your customer's location. 
Ultimately, starting an online business is similar to starting a business with a physical storefront. You'll still need to do business planning, and you'll benefit from making sure you understand your tax obligations from the start. If you want more information about this show, or for that matter, any Score Business Points show, you may email us at sbp at wbnj.org. That's sbp at wbnj.org. If there's any topic you'd like to hear discussed on Score Business Points, you may let us know at the same email address, sbp at wbnj.org. That's all the time we have for today. I would again like to thank my guest, Erica Bowling, for being with us today. Tune in next week for more Score Business Points. This is your host, Michael Pappas, saying so long until then. For those who may not be familiar with SCORE, SCORE is a nonprofit association dedicated to helping small businesses get off the ground, grow, and achieve their goals through education and mentorship. They have been doing this for over 50 years. Because their work is supported by the U.S. Small Business Administration, the SBA, and thanks to a network of 11,000-plus volunteers, they are able to deliver their services at no charge or very low cost. For more information about how you and your business can benefit from a mentorship from SCORE, you can visit Ocean County.score.org. OceanCounty.score.org. And if you missed any part of today's broadcast, you can catch an instant replay at WBNJ.org. Score Business Points is a production of the Ocean County Chapter of Score at 91.9 WBNJ.